on Quiz Fix <laughs> After Dark. Ooh, ow, ow. shaka No! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode eight. Is it? That's great. Oh, right. It's a great eight episode. We got a lot of fun things to talk about today. I do want to bring up one thing right off the bat. The next few episodes might be a little stranger than usual because yeah, a little bit because uh one of us is going on a fabulous home trek that is monica monica's taking a little trip for a few weeks she'll be gone two weeks two weeks yes. i'm gonna see all my family and friends i'm excited that's gonna be fun for those of you who uh, play her trivia nights at the Bluegrass on Wednesdays and Fitzgerald's on Tuesdays, fret not. They will still be happening. We are getting a sub for her Ballard Fitzgerald quiz. And then I will be subbing for her Bluegrass quiz in Georgetown. So uh, that will keep going. And if you beg, he will sing the song. The last time I hosted for you, it was requested pretty much immediately that I had to sing the song mm-hmm. by several people. So, uh, so yes, I will sing the song, but not on the podcast. The podcast, that, that theme is yours and yours alone, and I won't intrude on that at all. <laughs> and we are right now discussing, in fact, we were discussing it before we went uh, to record, we are planning to do a live podcast episode, basically recording us hosting a pub quiz together that's probably going to be at the Skylark in West Seattle on a Monday night, and we are still trying to figure out the dates on that, but that'll probably be coming up in the next month or so. So keep your ears open for that. We did that before at Halloween, and it was a lot of fun. It was fun. We dressed up, sort of. Other people dressed up. Yes. Uh, We acted out uh, scenes from horror movies together. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. So um, did you sing the theme song at that one? I I did. And you said that was the first time you ever actually saw me sing it. That was, it was, it was a delight. (laughs) It was an absolute delight. That should be coming in the next month or so. And we'll give everybody ample warning on that. I forgot to ask, how are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah. My hair looks cute. She got a a fresh, fresh new haircut. Yep. It's super short. It's pretty short. It's sassy. It's sassy. If you you take a picture of yourself, uh, will you let me post it up? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with the answers to the audio round from last week. We did Irish songs, Irish pop songs. Our winner this week, one of our returning champions, Dan Sparks, who uh, did very well on this round. But I did want to read out a uh, an email that we did get from one of our favorite local teams. This uh, is an honorable mention. Yes. Very honorable. Very honorable. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, this is, comes from our friends in the uh, Three Muscabeers, who have also sent us some cat headphone uh, photos that we'll be posting up fairly soon if they're not up already on quizfix.net and on our Tumblr page. So look for those. This is coming from Dewan Brown of the Three Muscabeers. They are one of the regular teams at the Blue Grouse in Georgetown. Hello, everybody. He writes a subject line, Three Muscabeers Sad Audio Challenge Entry. <laughs> he lists their guesses and then writes, As you can see, Andy, who was uh, one of their teammates, was Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, into this audio round. Not a great submission, particularly since there were three brains working on it. But this is all we could pull directly from our brains. No cheating. You might also be able to tell that I started out the conversation with the cranberries answer, and Andy just went with it. <laughs> so there, there's where number one, the raspberries, submitted by Andy. Number two, Enya, Sail Away, submitted by Elizabeth, which is actually pretty close. Number three, Gavin DeGraw, submitted by Andy. Number four, the strawberries, submitted by Andy. Number five, the cranberries, submitted by Dwan. Number six, the boysenberries, submitted by Andy. And number seven, the dropkick, uh, dropkick Murphys or Flogging Molly, they couldn't decide, submitted by Andy and Elizabeth. So not a lot of right answers there, but a whole lot of hilarity. And yes. we love stuff like that. So I know you're not supposed to pick your favorite children, but... <laughs> Three Muscovers are very dear to my heart. Yes, they are. They are. Try they have been playing versions of this quiz for quite a few years now. Yeah, they come to karaoke sometimes. Yeah, too. and they kill karaoke too. So they're multi-talented. Um, so Dan Sparks, you are the real winner, and uh, Dewan Brown and Andy Bernard and Elizabeth and all the other folks with the Three Muscovers. You are winners in our hearts as well. <laughs> Here are the answers to last week's audio round. I don't like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. Orinoco Flow by Enya. Break even by the script. Bad Penny by Rory Gallagher. Salvation by the Cranberries. Alternative Ulster. By Stefutal Fingers. If I should fall from grace with God. By the Pogues. Congratulations to everyone we mentioned. Yeah. To everyone who submitted answers. And we'll just tease this right now. This week's audio challenge at the end of this uh, podcast is going to be slightly different, but the rules will still apply. Send in your answers to quizfix at gmail.com and win that shout out. And even your funny wrong answers. Still gets a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, let's get started. Okay. 
And now it is time for the lightning round. (laughs) This is the lightning round where Paul and I ask each other five questions on different subjects. What do you got for me? I have a subject that I think you'll do well on. This is a round of five questions on the Muppets. Oh, okay. I hope you're going to do well at this. I hope so. What is my subject this week? Your subject is the Aurora Bridge. The Aurora Bridge. (laughs) I couldn't think of anything. Okay, that's fine. Now, um, for those of you who are not in the Seattle area, the Aurora Bridge is a bridge that uh, Highway 99, the old highway, runs across, and it goes from downtown area. Well, the bridge goes from Lower Queen Anne into the Fremont area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... Uh, it's it's a, like a historic bridge. Yeah, yeah, it's a very historic bridge. It's, it's also really one tall and... Really narrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lanes are very, very narrow. You always feel like you're going to run into somebody on the sides. So And that does happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, do you want to go first or second? Uh, You ask me first. Okay, here we go with the lightning round. Question number one for Monica, and I'll give you two points for this. You're going to have some extra points here. Don't worry, I'll get it wrong. (laughs) The word Muppet is a portmanteau of what two words? Well, one of them is probably puppet. That is correct. Half a ding. Well, that's one Is thing. it monster? It is not monster, uh, but that's a good guess. Puppet and marionette. Oh. Because they're handled by the little uh, sticks and oh, strings okay. and things. So, so one ding for that one. One ding. All right. Your first question. What is the official name of the Aurora Bridge? Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do well this round. I can already tell. Um, I do not know. It's the George Washington Memorial Bridge. Oh, okay. It's one of, like, uh, many bridges named after George Washington. (laughs) (laughs) We got our own George Washington Bridge out here. All right, question number two. In 1992's The Muppet Christmas Carol... What Dickens character does Kermit the Frog play? Oh, I can't remember his name. It's the main guy that works for Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Work through it. I don't... I can't remember. The only thing my brain will think right now is Davy Crockett. <laughs> 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 Obviously, that is wrong. Oh, but I wish it was right. He was the king of the wild frontier. (laughs) Uh, But I can see where you're getting this, because it is Bob Cratchit. Okay. (laughs) You got the crah. Yeah. You got the crah in there. That is how my brain works. That's all right. But see, in a pub quiz situation, if you'd thrown out Davy Crockett, and if everybody was stumped and you throw out Davy Crockett, maybe somebody would work its way to... See, that's what a good... 
pit pub quiz player will do. They'll they'll spitball a little bit. Number two, more or less than 150. How many feet above the water is the bridge? I'm gonna say less. It is more. Yeah. It's 167. Oh, feet. Okay. All right. All right. I feel like a big goose egg coming on this one. Question number three for you on the original Muppet Babies cartoon. What future game show host provided the voice of Baby Animal? Oh, I used to watch that show. Babies. <laughs> I don't know, Drew Carey? No, it's Howie Mandel. Oh. Howie Mandel. Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Bobby's World. God, I haven't <laughs> thought about Bobby's World forever. Wow. Number three. Before the bridge was even completed, in January 1932, the first what occurred? Well, I'm going to go with something that they're known for. The first suicide jumper? That is correct. Yeah. Before the bridge was even done. Yeah. So they had to build these very tall fences because they were getting way too many jumpers off the uh, off the bridge. Not quite Golden Gate Bridge level. It's of actually numbers. second to Golden Gate. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Now I love that in a trivia question. I don't love that. That's <laughs> jumping off the bridge. I love that. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about earlier about how the trivia thing can kind of start to take over your brain and and I have to be careful sometimes because I do like that fact <laughs> yeah. knowing it but I don't like the fact that people are dying I regret my error <laughs> question number four for you what is the name of the Muppet Show band led by Dr. Teeth can't remember. I know Dr. T. Right. But I can't remember the name of the band. They are the Electric Mayhem. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with Animal on the Drums. See, uh, I'm not doing very well either. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to knock this one out of the park. I'm not disappointed in you. <laughs> it's my brain. I blame my brain. <laughs> I do that for everything. <laughs> All right, next for you. Later known as U.S. Route 99, the bridge was the final link in what was then called what? Was it called Pacific Highway? Yes, it was. All right, because it's called Pacific Highway in different places still. All right. Not, not okay. I'm feeling a little better about this <laughs> you'll probably get the last one too. okay good <laughs> all right question number five last question for you uh two muppets have had top 40 hits uh the most recent one is kermit the frog who hit the charts in 1979 with rainbow connection name the other muppet who had a hit in 1970 with the song rubber ducky um is that Ernie? That is Ernie. Yay! <laughs> I 
Have you heard that song? Uh-huh. Yeah. Rubber ducky, you're the one. Yeah. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber, Rubber ducky, ducky, I'm um. awfully fond of you. It's <laughs> a good one. All yeah. right, your last question. In 1990, the Fremont Arts Council launched an art competition to rehabilitate the area under the north end of the bridge. The winning piece built later that year is known as what? Oh, is that the um is that the troll under the bridge? Yep. Yay. The troll. That's a cool piece. If you've been to Seattle or if you uh ever traveled here go and visit the troll under the bridge it's kind of a cool thing to you know i've never actually seen it it's a it's pretty pretty cool there's lots of cool things in fremont that area is is a pretty funky little area i like fremont yeah well that was good i think we both did about the same on that one i think i got two and you got three which is i am pretty much the same (laughs) You always beat me. Well, okay. <laughs> That's why I'm allowed to write on topics of my choosing, no matter what they okay. are. Because <laughs> you I'm, always end up winning. I am never going to say no to a topic. Okay, good. I will, because I, I don't mind looking like an idiot either. I, I, well, I won't ever say no to a topic either. Good. Because I'm used to looking like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning round is over. Rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Now it is time for game prep. This is the part of the podcast where we get you ready. For this week's pub quizzes. Yeah. 1854. The Republican Party. I'm ssorry. 1854. It's established. (laughs) Seven years later, the GOP gets their first U.S. president. His name, Abraham Lincoln. Like at every convention, there's some guy... Dresses Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Just going like batshit crazy. That's our favorite guy. <laughs> That's our favorite guy at a GOP convention. Just honest why, Abe. Why is it GOP? Grand Old Party is what that stands for. Really? Actually, I don't think they call themselves the GOP. I think they were Republicans. I think that nickname must have come later. Maybe at some point when they were old or mm. grand. When was that? 1915, Albert Einstein publishes his theory of relativity. Yeah, he, he did. That's what he did. Can't tell you what that is exactly. It's the E equals MC squared. Thank you You're for welcome. saying that. <laughs> but I barely understand what that means. Yeah, energy equals mass times the speed of light squared Mm -hmm. that i know because it's been trivia questioned to me but other than that i'm not sure exactly what that means somebody please send in (laughs) an explanation of the theory of relativity in less than 140 characters has to be a tweet google 
copy paste. Yes. <laughs> I know it's it's uh, it's physical because it's because it's physics, you know. Let's get (laughs) physical. Nineteen fifty-two. Ooh, this happened kind of in your neck of the woods. Cleveland, Ohio, is the site of the Moondog Coronation Ball, which is considered to be the first rock and roll concert. 20,000 fans show up to the Cleveland Arena, which at that time only held 10,000. And the police shut it down after the very first band. There was like five bands on the bill. One band got to play, and then the police said, this is going to end ugly, so we Mm. need to shut it down. The bands on the first concert uh, were uh, Paul Williams and the Hucklebuckers. They They were the only band that actually got to play. After after they played, uh, they said, no, no, no. Tiny Grimes and the Rockin' Highlanders, which I wish there was video of because they were um, an African-American band that played in kilts. Mm. Um, the Dominoes, Danny Cobb, Veretta Dillard, and, and in these little boxes it says, many others. And it was all hosted by Alan Freed, who is credited for for uh, coining the phrase rock and roll on his radio show. Mm-hmm. And he showed up to MC the event, and most of the audience were surprised that Alan Freed was white. Oh, really? They had been hearing him on the radio playing rock and roll records and soul records and what they called back then race records. That wasn't a problem. That was just... A surprise. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. That is exactly it. If you ever wondered why Cleveland, now you know why, why Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> Do you ever go home and just go, why Cleveland? So I don't really live very close to Cleveland. Are you on the other? On the I'm other? down more in the lower middle okay. part of Ohio, closer to Columbus and Dayton. Okay. So Cleveland is actually kind of the furthest city from me. Shows how much I know about Ohio. For some reason, people describe the shape of Ohio as underpants. Really? That's what I've heard, except never really from anybody who's from Ohio. (laughs) I'm looking up a picture of Ohio right now. Let's check out these underpants. (laughs) Oh, no, I can kind of see it. I kind of see it. Yeah. You've got the waistband up here, up next to kind of Michigan, and then the sides of them, and then it dips down, the crotch dips down right next to West Virginia. That which makes, seems... that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I'm allowed to say that. Exactly. Although West Virginia is probably the most beautiful state I've ever been to. I have not been to West Virginia. It is scenically gorgeous. 1962, Bob Dylan's self-titled debut album is released by Columbia Records. The album is recorded in three afternoon sessions and cost about 400 bucks. And... Didn't really establish him quite yet as the songwriter that he became known to be because the first album only had two songs that he wrote, a song called "Talking really? New," yeah, a song called "Talking New York City" and a song called "Song for Woody," which is about Woody Guthrie. But the rest of them were all folk 
standards. There's a version of Man of Constant Sorrow, which was made popular in Oh Brother Without Thou, mm-hmm. uh, that he does on that album. But yeah, not it wasn't till the next album, which I believe is the freewheeling Bob Dylan, that his songwriting became the thing, Blowing in the Wind, Times They Are Changing, uh, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right, songs like that. So that first album's a little bit of an outlier, and it's really just him and an acoustic guitar and harmonica, and that's it. 1972, in the decision Eisenstadt v. Baird, the Supreme Court rules that unmarried citizens can legally buy contraceptives. There was a challenge to that. I think it was in Massachusetts where uh, you had to prove that you were married in order to buy condoms. Wow. Yeah. And somebody challenged that, and they decided that that wasn't a good idea, which it isn't a good idea. I mean, if anybody needs... 72? Yeah. If anybody needs the contraceptives, it's... Unmarried Unmarried people, people, you would think. Also, people that want them. (laughs) (laughs) People that want contraceptives, they should get contraceptives. I don't know. You're sounding awful lot like Freedom over there. (laughs) It's my middle name. Monica Freedom? No. Wow. It's Danielle. (laughs) Which means freedom. Yeah. In... in, (laughs) In... Yeah, doesn't it? (laughs) Sounds about right. Sounds about right. We'll go with it. 1983. President Reagan proposes the Strategic Defense Initiative, which is nicknamed Star Wars by critics. I thought that's how they would deal with the missiles. They just shoot them out of the sky? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think up to that point, they figured that I mean, uh, now. Oh, now? Yeah, or would they know. send, like, drones or they might do. They might something. do drones now. That's a good question. We'll be fine because we're going to have that giant dome built over the entire ah, country. I'm so glad that Under the Dome, the t- television show, <laughs> is finally coming to reality. You know what? Scott and I called that show. What? We called it Under the Dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 1987. Jim Baker, a televangelist and head of the Praise the Lord Club, steps down after a sex scandal with Church Secretary Jessica Hahn and the revelations that he was involved in some shady accounting. Do you remember any of this? I don't think so. He went to prison for a while, and now he is back out, and he's a... For the accounting thing? For the accounting thing. Not so much for the sex thing, but for the accounting stuff. And for the sex thing, he just went to hell. <laughs> no, he's, he is alive, and now he's one of those end-of-the-world guys. He's one of those... Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he's one of those, uh, you know, the world is ending, and we're all going to go up in, in hellfire I guys. I love those people. Yeah, those are the best. The only thing I remember about Jessica Hahn, and this is from, you know, I guess it would be like beginning of college for me, was it was a big deal that she ended up in Playboy. Oh, she did? Yeah. That was an era that anybody that was, any woman that was involved in some sort of scandal, uh, Playboy would just immediately go after them and pay them lots of money to 
do like a little semi-nude thing in their magazine. That's just like the Centerfold song. It is like that. Jay Giles Band, right in. <laughs> your blood is your blood still running cold? Has your memory been sold? <laughs> right in. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna just keep encouraging people just to write in I for any noticed. reason. <laughs> 1989, the Exxon Valdez spills 240,000 barrels of crude oil in Prince William Sound in Alaska. The ship's captain, Joseph Hazelwood, is accused of being drunk the night of the spill. He is found guilty of a misdemeanor, fined $50,000, and sentenced to community service. I think what I read is that he he was accused of being drunk, but then they found that he wasn't drunk. He wasn't really drunk. No, he wasn't really drunk, so he, he, got, he got away with... Uh, we didn't get away with that, but they, they reversed that. But he was found negligent, and uh, they uh, found him guilty, and it was just a misdemeanor. So, um, yeah, Exxon Valdez. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. All those pictures of those poor birds and covered in oil. Aww. Yeah. Baby seals. Were they covered in oil? I don't remember. Baby I can't seals. remember if that was true or if it was a Simpsons episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble separating it from reality sometimes. I do that a lot with Simpsons episodes. <laughs> 1995, Ward Cunningham launches the Wiki Wiki Web, the first wiki type website, which means that users can edit and uh, submit content. He names it Wiki after the Hawaiian word for quick. He was in Hawaii, and he caught a shuttle from the airport called the Wiki Shuttle. And he asked them what Wiki meant, and they said it means very fast. So he thought that was a good idea for his uh, Wiki Wiki web page. Have you ever gone on Wikipedia and edited anything? No, I haven't. I have done that a couple times. You have? Mm-hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head what I edited, but, um, oh, no, I can now. This is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> yes. So I was doing a trivia round on famous Jacks and Jills. And so I went to Wikipedia and the, put in the, the name Jill, and a bunch of Jills came up. And I realized that they were missing one of my favorite Law & Order actresses, Jill Hennessy who played Claire Kincaid on Law and & Order, and so I added that one in. You did? Yeah. She was an actress and didn't have a Wikipedia page? She had a Wikipedia page, but they didn't list her in the famous Jills, notable Jills. Oh. And I was like, well, she's a notable Jill. <laughs> What's notable, Eliza? That's not Eliza? that embarrassing. Yeah, I just felt like she was being left out. That is so nice of you. And she never called me. I left my number on the right Wikipedia in, page. Jill, Jill Hennessy, get to it. <laughs> 2006, Twitter is founded. Oh, these are the people with the most followers. Currently the most followers. Katy Perry. Yes. Justin Bieber. Barack Obama. Taylor Swift. And Rihanna. One of those names is just not like the other, isn't it? (laughs) One of those things is not like the other. I'm glad he's on the list. I am too. Trump, 
43rd. 43rd. Between, right now, he's right between, Me. I loved this, he's between Kanye West and Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, really? A little Trump sandwich right there. <laughs> and that was game prep. And now it's time for tips and tricks. It's tips and tricks and blips and bloops. Bing bong bing boom 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 boom. That was a good one. That was a good one. We're gonna do a fantasy pub quiz team draft. We are going to assemble our five players. We have a six-person team, but we get to play. No fictional characters, no deities. And we put one proviso into this, uh, no Ken Jennings, who is a <laughs> local uh, Jeopardy champion, won 75 times in a row. He is off the uh, off the list. This is the Ken Jennings Memorial Fantasy Draft. He's not dead. It's not that sort of memorial, but uh, he can't be drafted. He might be the commissioner of our league. So we're going to go back and forth. And the other rule that we have is... If uh, I pick one or if she picks one, the other person can't have that person. So no repeats. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have some fill-ins if that happens. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm going to give you first pick. Talk about who you're picking and why. Okay. My first pick is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, no. At what temperature does the number seven melt? What's the square root of a pork chop? These are meaningless questions. Maybe philosophers would run with them, but scientific, they're scientifically meaningless. Abandon them, go on to the next problem. Newton, his questions reached into the soul of the universe. Well, that you just, you just, you just threw my, my draft board all in a tizzy. Talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. He's super smart. He's going to know all the science stuff. Right. And he's super charming and fun. Yeah. I mean, he kind of fits the criteria of who you want on your team. Mm -hmm. He's going to know a bunch of stuff. He's probably going to know a bunch of stuff that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be fun to hang out with. Yeah. I mean, that just really covers all the bases. Yep. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to pick him, so I had to go with him first. He was so good. (laughs) All right. I'm going to take my first. My first pick is going to be a little bit odd because this fills a very specific need. I'm pretty good at a lot of trivia, but geography is my worst, worst subject. So I wanted to pick somebody who was fairly well-traveled and could name mountains, rivers, capitals, and all that sort of stuff. So I am picking Rick Steves. Do you know who Rick Steves is? I don't. He is a PBS travel guide guy. He's also a local guide, so he's a Seattle area guy. The historic Akershus Fortress overlooks Oslo's harbor. While once the menacing place from where Danish and Swedish overlords kept an eye on the Norwegian people, today the fortress seems to oversee only good times. 
So he travels all over the world and does these uh, PBS shows about the places that he goes to and gives travel tips and things like that. But he's a very well-versed traveler. He is also a noted marijuana user and uh, proponent of legalizing pot. So I think he'd probably be pretty fun to hang out with as well. Okay. So... Rick Steves, you're my number one pick. Oh. Yeah. All right. For number two, I'm doing kind of the same thing on the subject that I'm not good at, okay. which is sports. Oh, that's a good one. So I think someone who would be good at that subject is Kevin Smith. I'm a filmmaker. I make movies and stuff. Um, but if you look around, this is, uh, this is, I call this Oilers West, man, even though they're kind of a little bit in the West, if you go up there, my geography is poor. In any event, this is, uh, where I kind of live and breathe. And as you can see, there's lots of, lots of, uh, copper and blue, uh, everywhere you look, uh, right up there. That's the thing I, I kind of, uh, gives me inspiration all day long. See that as Gretz going around beating four different Blackhawks. Isn't that amazing? He also will get into like real, like. Comic nerdy things stuff. and maybe yeah. like opposite nerdy things and from I, you i think he knows a lot of sportsy stuff well you always see him wearing those hockey jerseys yeah he's a crazy hockey fan yeah and he also is a pretty deep hollywood movie guy if you've heard him yeah. on podcasts he knows a lot about the ins and outs of the industry and some of the history there oh that's a good choice yeah that is a really good choice so I'm looking at my next subject that I have trouble with, which is science. And you took my pick for my science <laughs> guy. So I'm going to take the science guy, Bill Nye, yeah. another local guy. Um, also a guy that I think could probably be pretty fun to hang you out to plant with. Crops, you want to know when to plant them. You want to know when to harvest them. If you want to have a global positioning system that enables you to determine which side of the street you're on from your phone, you need to take into account both the traditional passage of time that you might be familiar with watching a clock here on the Earth's surface and the passage of time as it's affected by the speed of the spacecraft and the passage of time as it's affected by the gravity of the Earth itself. So I think we're pretty... Our teams are pretty good science-wise. We took the heavy hitters on that. So I guess my next one, which is almost based on personality alone. That's all right. Is John Oliver. Oh, nice. He's so funny. And I used to listen to him on The Bugle a lot, which Mm -hmm. was his podcast with his friend Andy Zoltzman. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just cracked me up. Environmental Protection Agency, the State Department, the Agriculture Department, the Labor Department, Health and Human Services, and the list goes on and on. You know what? It is sort of fitting that the list of budget cuts scroll by like the end credits for America. (laughs) Thanks for helping us out, Agriculture Department. Hope you find a gig with the next country that rises from our ashes. He's from the UK, so he'll probably know some Europe stuff that I don't know. Yeah. Living further away from there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't right. know. He'll know more things than me because he is a different person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, th- I think that's a good one. He's going to have your politics. 
he's going to be fun to hang out with. You know, he's going to be funny. Yeah. Um, I can see him and, and Neil deGrasse Tyson hanging out, having a pint. <laughs> Definitely. Good. That's a good one. Well, I'll go with my next pick then, and kind of along the same lines, and a guy that appeared on the same television show, my pick is John Hodgman. In 1984, while playing against the Rosenmeyer family, our next-door neighbors, a team composed mostly of grown-ups, I was 13 years old. I was faced with that question. I did not know the answer. I made an insane, not Hail Mary pass, because I will not use a sports metaphor, and in this case it's not appropriate, but an educated guest and said Bonnie and Clyde and won the game. It is well done. probably one of the most exciting moments in my life. Uh, host of the Judge John Hodgman podcast. That and, is a really good one. And uh, I know from listening to his podcast that he is into pub quizzes. Wouldn't that be amazing if he listened to our podcast? It's a. It would be amazing. We listen to his podcast. It would be nice if he just returned the favor. <laughs> Jeez, was was it too much to ask? But I think he'd be a lot of fun. He definitely fulfills some nerdy stuff. He's very literate. He was a literary agent for years before he wrote his own books. He has three books on fake trivia. I love his books. Which are amazing. Do you have the audio books? Yes. Oh, they're, <laughs> I always have one of those on my phone the just to listen to. The second one where yeah. he's talking about the moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good pick. Yeah. All right. Next for me is Amy Poehler. Ooh, that's a good one. I just love her. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like a super theater nerd, so she would probably know more of that stuff, I think. Yeah. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your beers. I am honored that you chose me to help you celebrate your graduation today. I can only assume I am here today because of my subtle and layered work in a timeless classic entitled Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. (laughs) And for that, I say, you're welcome. I just think she's real cute and fun. I'd love to hang out with her and play quiz. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, now I have to really think about my team here. I got my geography, I got my science, I got my nerdy nerd stuff. I got it. So I want her on my team because she's current events all the way, and that's Rachel Maddow. Oh, yeah. I want Rachel Maddow on my team. Which three presidents, living or dead, would you most like to have dinner with? LBJ, and I think he'd just be fun and would swear and do inappropriate things and that would be fun and then because of that then you'd want one of the other presidents to be really uptight i love that you're actually casting this okay, <laughs> that's yeah, exactly because yeah, right. i want to see the dynamic like i'm sort of irrelevant in this i want to see the dynamics between them not that i think that barack obama is uptight but like that's a combination that i want to and then you'd want to bring in like one of the one of the like kooky enthusiasts of the presidency somebody like a teddy roosevelt i think just to be um uh, a total wild card with them. I think that would be a fun night. I love her. I do too. And again, she knows John Hodgman because she's on that book. 
Oh yeah. So they they're I'm these people I think all kind of know each other maybe. And if she's anything like on the uh on the Hodgman books, she likes a drink or two. <laughs> they make cocktails and and drink wine on on a couple of the books. Yeah. So uh I think she's probably uh good those, for a couple rounds. Those weird fake cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a drop of angel blood. <laughs> My last pick is because I think he's pretty smart. I think he has a well-rounded base of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And that is you. (laughs) You are on my fantasy trivia team. Wait a second. (laughs) There is a time-space conundrum happening right now. How can he be on my team and have you be on your team? Oh, my God. We didn't make this. First of all, honored. <laughs> honored, flattered, and everything. Wow. Wow. Now I feel bad that I didn't pick you for you my team. You don't have to pick me. I totally understand. <laughs> It'd be funny if like I didn't pick you. I picked your sister, though. She's fantastic. <laughs> I haven't met her, but you know, I know she's... Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> so we, we'll just have to plan different nights. Yeah. So that's how we'll do it. We'll, uh, you know, we can be the we can be a Tuesday night team, and my team can do Thursdays or something. We'll, we'll figure <laughs> okay. it. We'll figure it out. Okay. I don't mind going to quiz twice twice a week, and oh, this means I get to hang out with your. Oh. So yeah. I get to be, <laughs> I get to have a Neil deGrasse Tyson on my team by default. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I need to have any filled in spots here. All right. This is going to be partly because he'd be fun to hang out with, partly because I think he's a very smart person, and partly because we went to the same college, and that is Stephen Colbert. There's a meeting right before, you know, you know, there's a meeting toward the end of it. Gandalf says to everybody here, everybody in the meeting, it's Aragorn and some other people, and he goes, listen, our only hope, our only hope for Frodo and Sam to succeed is that Sauron cannot imagine anyone would want to destroy the ring. He can't imagine we don't want this power. And I, at the, when people kept on saying, what's their intention with this rally? It's like, we're just Frodo and Sam. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Washington is Mordor. <laughs> oh, I love him. Yes. I don't know what he's great at, but I think he can keep the team together. He, he can be kind of like, if there's an argument that he gets the final say. Um, you know, he, he knows John from the daily show, probably knows Rachel Maddow, probably knows all these people. So it's, you know, he can be kind of the ringleader of the thing. So, um, yeah, Stephen Colbert, I think I'll pick him. So now we're going to post these teams up on our website, uh, along with some pictures. Yeah. Let's also, uh, encourage people to send in their Oh, yeah. Picks. Yeah. Uh, do your own dream team draft. Uh, remember the criteria, no fictional characters, no deities, and Ken Jennings cannot be <laughs> on the team unless Ken Jennings sends in his own thing that he can be <laughs> on his own team. That's allowed. And they have to be alive, right? Let's keep it all alive. All these, alive. These are all people that are in. And maybe uh, down the road in another episode we'll do – uh, people who are no longer with us. We're thinking about maybe doing a cartoon character draft, maybe you know, fictional people. Um, 
So uh, fantasy team to quizfixit gmail.com and uh, maybe uh, your fantasies will come true. Our audio round challenge this week is a little different. And when I say a little different, it is a lot different. Uh, Monica and I are going to be performing scenes from teen movies. Are you a teen movie fan? I am, yes. Yes. We have changed the character names when they come up to either Monica or Paul, so you won't get any uh, assistance there. And uh, all you got to do is tell us the name of the movie. That's all you got to do. So send in your answers to quizfix at gmail.com. And again, you have all week to do it. We'll pick a entry out of the hat, and the one with the most correct answers will get shouted out on the podcast. And as we demonstrated earlier, if your wrong answers are hilarious, we will also shout those out as well. We will talk about you. Yes. In a good way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Let's get into character. We take you now to teen movies. Your audio round starts now. One. How's it going? How's what going? You know, things, life, whatnot. Life is not whatnot, and it's none of your business. So, you going to the dance tonight? That's also none of your business. Are you inhibited by dancing in public? You don't have to dance. You can just stand there with me and my dudes and just be you. Sounds major. So what's the story? You got a guy or what? Yeah, three big ones, and they lost wimp blood. So quit bugging me or I'll sick them all over your weenie ass. Two. I should do this. Do what? This. Start a band? My father wouldn't approve of that. You don't strike me as the type that would ask permission. Oh, so now you think you know me? I'm getting there. The only thing people know about me is that I'm scary. Yeah, well, I'm no picnic myself. Three. Hi, Paul. Can I talk to you for a second? Don't get mad, but Brandon told me what you did for him. Well, rest assured it was equally as thrilling for me. No, he told me the truth. And I was just hoping that maybe you could do the same for me. Walk away, Paul. But... Run away, Paul. I I can pay you, too. I'm about six seconds away from slapping you so hard that your unborn grandchildren will feel it. Can you do it in front of everyone? Four. Great bike. Just a humble perk from my dad's construction company, or should I say, deconstruction company. Time out. Paul Dean? Your pop's Big Bud Dean construction? Must be rough moving place to place. 
Everybody's life's got static. Is your life perfect? Sure. I'm on my way to a party at Remington University. It's not perfect. I don't really like my friends. I don't really like your friends either. It's like they're just people I work with, and our job is being popular and shit. Maybe it's time for a vacation. Five. This is disgusting. You better clean this mess up before Mom gets home. I don't have to. I am telling you. I don't want to listen to her yell at you. You are an unbelievable pig. I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you call me sticks back on you. No, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you call me sticks back on you. You think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. Dream on! No one wants to date you because you are a dog. A dog! A dog! Six. Drugs? No, thank you. I'm straight. I meant, are you here for drugs? Why are you here? Drugs. I don't know why I'm here. Then why don't you go home? Why don't you put your thumb up your butt? You want to talk about your problem? With you? Are you serious? Seven. You're a great date. I've never really gone out with someone as basic as you. Basic? Hmm. So what's your job this summer? Job? Being a great date. No, I'm serious. So am I. I want to see you again. I want to see you as much as I can before you leave. I said it. I only have something like 16 weeks. 16 weeks is a long time. Then call me tomorrow. Today is tomorrow. Then call me later. All right, that's the end of the audio round. Send in those movie titles to quizfix at gmail.com. You can also use on the quizfix.net contact page. There is a submission page. Just uh, click on audio round challenge and send it in that way. Either way, it'll get to us and uh, we'll pick a random person out of the bag or hat or bag hat, or baguette, and we will, ooh, maybe I need some dinner, and uh, we'll read your name on the air. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and make sure you also listen next week. All right, that is it for the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening and downloading, and we will see you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me.